0: Painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking. KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents ArtBeat. ArtBeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support
1: for ArtBeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. What does home mean to you? Does the word home conjure up a certain place or time or feeling? Today on ArtBeat, we talk to Cecilia Cornejo, artist in residence at Lanesboro Arts in Lanesboro, Minnesota. Cecilia is a Chilean-born documentary filmmaker, artist, and teacher who lives in Northfield, Minnesota. Her new project that she has brought to Lanesboro is called The Wandering House. The Wandering House is an old ice fishing shack that Cecilia has converted into a mobile audio recording booth. She is exploring the themes of people and place and the concepts of belonging and home in rural communities in Minnesota. Participants are encouraged to tell their stories in The Wandering House their own version of what home means to them in their own words. I'm Bill Stoneberg with artist Cecilia Cornejo on Artbeat. Thanks so much for being on the show today, uh, Cecilia.
0: Thank you for having me
1: yeah I was just kind of curious. so you built basically a mobile recording studio out of an old ice fishing house, and uh you're taking it around well you you said we were talking a little bit earlier, you took it to Northfield, you live in Northfield, so you, it was in Northfield, and then you brought it here to Lanesboro um, to gather stories of like rural life and uh and what people think of as home right, right. Um, Can you kind of elaborate on that for a little bit for our listeners of what kind of the project is about,
0: yeah? Uh, I mean, the more that I talk about the project, the more that becomes clearer for me, too. So this is actually very helpful. Uh, But uh, maybe I can backtrack a little and talk about where the project came from. And, you know, I I think that these ideas of of home and belonging are very close to my heart because I'm an immigrant. I'm from Chile originally, Mm -hmm. and I've been living in the Midwest the better part of 25 years. So so it's, it's hard to say, you know, I'm, I'm Chilean anymore, you know, because I've been here for so long. Right. Uh, but at the same time, there's always a part of me that it's like, no, 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 of course my home is over there. Mm-hmm. So so when when I moved to Northfield, I was living in Chicago for a long time and I moved to Northfield. I, um, it became really kind of um, It struck me that the skateboarders in town who belong there, who were born there, who look like every other Minnesotan, you know, uh, were in a situation to me that was exactly the situation that I saw myself many times, like being an outsider. Uh, They had been uh, literally struggling for like, at that point, 12 years to get a skate park in town Uh because the city had outlawed skateboarding on city property or in the downtown area specifically but it hadn't built a skate park for them so so that was really striking to me so i proposed to them you know like why don't we follow this process and i mean you may not get a skate park but at least we will know what happened you know But I was thinking, okay, how long can it take for, you know, city council to decide where to locate a skate park? The kids had already, uh, they had already done a lot of fundraising, had done a design for the park, everything. So there was a lot of progress that had been made except for, like, where is it going to be? And so what I thought would take six months or something ended up taking five years. Oh, wow. So we worked together for five years, you know. They learned how to work with cameras, how to work with sound. They interviewed the mayor, they interviewed neighbors. They they interviewed themselves, you know. And the older generation of skaters uh, did the soundtrack for the film, nice. you know. So it was a very kind of organically, very community-rooted story that came from that idea of, wow, what does it take to belong in this town that seems so perfect? Uh, And we're not talking about somebody who doesn't look like you or has an accent or anything like that, you know? So that was kind of my beginning in Northfield with that idea of exploring what home means to people or how do we become part of a town, you know, part of it. And so I followed that up. With another film that I'm going to be presenting this Friday, it's a work in progress. Even though, like, the film is done, it just needs color correction and it needs, you know, the sound mix. A, a film with the Mexican immigrants who live in Northfield. Oh, okay. So that has been the last three years. Nice. I work very slow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the interesting thing is that it started as a film about kind of like oh, another marginalized population in this perfect town. Right. So so that was another way of thinking about home, but from the perspective of outsiders and uh, outsiders who don't necessarily get to fully participate mm-hmm. in the life of the town, not because, not because they wouldn't want to, but it, being invisible in that sense is some sort of protection. Right, right. Uh, but it was to kind of get the idea of what home means from, I guess, in a way from the host perspective right. you know and, and and so it's it started that's a very long answer to the question you know but that's kind of where it originated so this was kind of like okay I'm ready for something else and I wanted this to be to have kind of a whimsical aspect to it okay. you know I like to say, I mean, I had an old van and that's where it kind of first came, like, oh, what if I just went around asking people, you know? And we do not use the van, I could just bring people in. And, and then I was like, wow, that gets creepy so quickly. <laughs> you, know, was, you know, this Man. old rusty van, yeah. like this lady going around. It was like, okay, maybe not. But I knew I wanted something to be mobile, mm-hmm. you know? Something that if people didn't come, I could go to the people. And I knew I wanted to make it look on the outside, at least, like really colorful and kind of like, you don't know what it is. Like, is this Mm -hmm. a food truck or is it a tiny home or what is it, you know? So people would feel compelled to ask, you know? And from there, I can, (laughs) you know, say... (laughs)
1: Maybe get them to tell their story, huh?
0: Exactly, exactly. So, and I knew I wanted to... It's like I felt like I wanted I want to create a space that? that is special that is deliberate mm-hmm. for people to reflect because that's what we don't have time for right, anymore right. you know so
1: I really I really like that the where it came from out of making those other films and I think I've seen the skateboard film by the way okay. was it in Frozen River Film Festival yeah, last watch. year yeah 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 so um, um, great stuff great stuff but uh I love that it came out of that in noticing how you know, people who grew up in a community are still considered outsiders by some. You know, and what does it take to belong? That's that's really interesting. Um, do you have an idea of like of where the project might go or what it might kind of look like when it's done, or are you just kind of going to let it evolve, or how does that go?
0: Well, I, it's it's kind of a little bit of both. Okay. You know, I I, I I would feel kind of like disingenuous if I were like, oh, I really want to meet these people that are like maybe, I don't even know if they are far or close to where I am, and then kind of not include them in the process of putting something together. So one of the first things that that I realized from doing it in Northfield, uh, which is substantially bigger than, you know, Lynnsboro, was that I collected almost 40 hours of audio. And like over 200 people came. I mean, a lot of more people came, but about 200 recorded. So it's, it's, but at the same time, it's a number manageable enough that I am considering once I start putting things together, like connecting back to specific people and saying, how would you feel about, you know, writing a poem for these? Or how would you feel about making artwork for these and, and because I will have a, I'm, I'm giving myself a year to come with a series of listening sessions okay. and the idea would be to, to to build three different listening sessions that incorporate some kind of visuals as well okay. so people can come and listen to a more curated version of what we found but in collaboration with the people who participated you know and, and I mean there's so much talent you know when you think about small towns and people are like oh what are you going to do there there's nothing there and what I've what I have found is so different like there's so many people who do interesting things so I'm hoping to tap into into the talent that is already there like like it has been with the skateboarders like it's been with this film with the Mexican people like people from that neighborhood have been working with me doing camera doing sound you know awesome. so so I'm, I'm i'm that's what i i'm thinking about but i'm also very willing to listen to ideas that people might have that might be better than that one okay. <laughs> you know? okay. so yeah
1: so there's room for it to kind of find its own way then right
0: yeah 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 i mean i, I for example i like embroidering Okay. so I have thought it would be so cool one of the questions is it's like not a question but you have to complete the sentence you know I know I'm home when da 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 yeah. so I would love to have some of those just like embroidered as like their own thing so, or maybe big like you know right there like uh-huh. in that wall you know
1: yeah so that kind of leads me into my next question so so you basically have a mobile recording booth and uh, and people it's for people to come and tell their stories so how does it work? Are there props or questions or things that people ask? Or how, does that, how do they yes. do it?
0: One of the things that I, didn't, that, that I did not want was for people to be surprised okay. or cut off guard. Mm-hmm. And that is why it's also not an interview. Right. Because it's not yeah. about having to explain yourself to me in this case. Right. Or having to defend the way you feel about something. Mm-hmm. I mean, who am I to say, oh, you're wrong about you know I mean it was precisely looking for something that there is no wrong answer you know you just feel how you feel and you're entitled to your feelings right. but I also wanted people to be reflecting and not just reacting okay. so the questions are given to people in advance okay. and you know the, the questions are online also so people can think as much as they want before they actually come in and record wow. yeah yeah and depending, you know, like I've worked with different groups. Like I work with people with disabilities and we had to come up with an entirely different questionnaire. Okay. So that all also has been different. You know, okay. it's kind of like, OK, let's see. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Oh, I really like it. It's a really neat project. Um. I'm reading the questions right now. Wow, they're really cool. Well, Cecilia, I was just curious, you know, like I was looking at the questions and stuff, and um, this is a really cool concept. And I was wondering, you know, like you talked about being an immigrant yourself, and uh, do you think that has kind of like informed your process of how you're approaching this and the, you know, kind of, um, does that change how you view home? You know, like 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 you told me, you've been here in the Midwest area for almost 25 years, so you know, where's home for you and how do you look at that? Like, you know, what is home? You know?
0: I, I, I think that that's part of why, you know, I, I'm i fascinated by this. Not, not because oh, it's a fascinating project, but what has come out of it right. has been fascinating. Like having these conversations with people who have lived all over the world, you know? And... Oh, they're just, oh, this is so cool. Let's see. And then you read the questions and they literally kind of like break down. (laughs) You know, I had this woman who just sat down with me for like an hour and a half, you know, I was, while other people were going in the house before she even went in to record. Because kind of it it opened up this kind of like, I don't know what to say about that, you know, so... So, I mean, I think that on the surface can be a very... This is, I, I feel, is the kind of project that can be as deep or as shallow as you, you know, care, you know? Um, and, and of course, like, being, being an immigrant has a lot to do with this. And for me, being the person who asks the questions and being an immigrant was very important, you know? Um, but but yeah this this goes back to to the idea of being like split you know it's impossible to spend 25 years of your life i think and not settle down and not like like they say you know grow roots or whatever you know so i couldn't say that that oh no if i go to chile i'm home it's kind of like no it's I'm, I'm conflicted there too you know because it's funny it's kind of like you may recognize a place but the place doesn't recognize you back you know like what happens when you go to wherever you're from you know and you're like oh, well this is cool but I don't see myself here you know so
1: wow that's interesting what would you like like the participants themselves to take away from this project after doing it
0: mm-hmm. Well, I think that for one, to continue thinking about this, you know, I've had people that I've run into say weeks later, later I'm still thinking about those questions that you oh, ask wow. and I, I wish I could go back and record again, like I changed my mind or, you know, things like that. Uh, so I think that that's one thing that I hope that people will keep thinking, you know, mm-hmm. and, and just like not taking for granted this idea that home is the same for everyone. You know, and integrate that into I don't know, the conversations that they have with other people. Mm-hmm. But especially in towns like this, you know, it's kind of like I'm very interested I'm fascinated to go to the high school for example. And and and, and hear from the kids. Like mm-hmm. like this town is so perfect, but at the same time what what do they do here? Is it is it a town that is perfect for them as well, or what does it need for that to be the case? So yeah.
1: Well, thanks so much, for C- Cecilia, yeah. for joining us today.
0: Yeah, thank you very much.
1: Okay. Thanks again to artist Cecilia Cornejo for joining us today on Artbeat. For more information about how you can take part in the Wandering House, go to lanesboroarts.org. For information on the Wandering House in general, just search Wandering House on Facebook. For more conversations on art, tune into Artbeat Tuesdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from artist Cecilia Cornejo on Artbeat. Artbeat is written and
0: produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org.
1: Is art an important part of your life? Find podcasts of Artbeat and all your favorite KQAL shows at kqal.org. Artbeat is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.